Welcome to the Remote CEO Show. My name is De Niro Bartolini, AKA De Niro B. I'm an acclaimed business coach and my moonshot is to change the face of work and business forever. With each episode, we bring you some of the most inspiring and insightful interviews with six, seven, eight, and nine figure entrepreneurs to crack the code on how to build your remote empire and have fun while doing it. Thanks for stopping by and let's get started. What is going on, CEOs? Daniel will be here with another episode of the Remote CEO Show. Today, I'm here with Paolo Dubrovalny. Paolo is an Italian entrepreneur that moved to North America to work on a few tech projects. But as he was working in San Francisco, he saw a need for fast and efficient transportation for mid-distances. That's when he developed the Edgboard, a shorter version of a skateboard that you can bring with you wherever you go. Eggboards were such a success that they made it into the Museum of Modern Art in New York. And now his nomadic lifestyle brand is creating gear for the work from anywhere community. This chat is going to be awesome. So stay until the end and let's get started. So Paolo, thanks a lot for being at the Remote CEO Show. How are you doing today, man? I'm good. Thanks, Daniel. I'm very excited to be here uh, from listener to guest. So uh, thank you for having me. (laughs) <laughs> That's awesome, man. I, and it's my pleasure to have you here. And the reason why is because we have a lot of things in common, my friend. And, you know, we're both, uh, you know, raised in, in, in Italy, in Rome, ex- exactly in Rome, actually. So yeah. we have that in common. We're both in Rome right now, but we're not recording this in person. We're still doing it remotely, like, you know, uh, you know, the remote CEO is supposed to do it. <laughs> um but man, I always ask every single one of my guests if they can really show us or make us, make us understand what they were doing before they mm-hmm. were starting their business. What were you doing before becoming an entrepreneur? Um, so yeah, I was um, right before I was uh, working in, I was living in Rome. I was born and raised here and I was about 30 years old before I started my uh, entrepreneurship uh, uh, adventure. Uh, and I was working mostly as a business analyst. I studied engineering, but then I ended up like working as an analyst for different companies. And I was working for a company called Italo that it, uh, runs high-speed trains uh, throughout Italy. Um, and I did it for a few years. But um, yeah, that was the last uh, office job I had. It was actually, you know, I liked the company, but it was an office job. I had a career ahead of me. But then I got really, I don't know, I guess excited about creating something from scratch. And also I felt more and more the limits of like being tied to a place, let's say. Mm-hmm. 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 And so here then you move, like, I don't understand this. Like, I, I want to understand this better. Like you uh, first had an idea to start your business and then you move to California. Is that the case? Uh, yeah, it was more like, let's say, a, a gradual process. So let's say it was back in 2014 when I started reading more about uh, projects and friends. I basically, the beginning of everything was I started going to 
a park nearby my, where I was living, took my laptop there and started getting more inspired about like, okay, what if I had to create something, what that could be? And I started having ideas, writing down. From there, I, I tried many different things, probably as, as many other people. Uh, but uh, one of them was like a parking app that I started uh, being, uh, uh, you know, excited about. And that was the, the, pro the project that I moved to uh, Silicon Valley with uh, in more permanently in 2015. Yeah, 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 yeah. Makes sense. So 2015, you moved to Silicon Valley. Um, tell us your experience. So you went from a completely different reality, Rome, which is like chaotic, but still uh, there's not a lot of business stuff. And then you moved there. Uh, did you start your business right away? Uh, and, and, you know, we're going to be talking, by the way, about your product right now, because I want people to understand that you are building a lifestyle brand. This is yeah. something that people need to understand. You're not like you were talking about, you know, business analyst stuff. This is the comp almost the complete opposite. So can you tell us the process on how do you came up with the idea? How do you put together the team to launch this cool new product and talk about the product as well? Okay. Okay. So, yeah, um, to the, the, the first move was like moving to the U.S. for uh, a few months. And uh, there's also, you know, some visa things to deal with. Uh, but luckily for me, it worked because as the business started to take shape and form, uh, investors came in. And uh, so the first business, just to uh, touch it briefly, doesn't exist anymore. It was a parking app to, have, to help people find parking on the street. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, I started it with two uh, dear friends of mine uh, from high school um, and um, I was the crazy one the one who actually wanted to take it to the next level and move to to Silicon Valley to give it a shot uh, but they you know they supported me and they came with me uh, after we raised funding a year after uh, and that allowed us also to have a visa uh, with the company like it, it, it came pretty organically it then you know to make it short like the the business was interesting the the experience was unique we never done anything like that uh neither one of us like my parents are university professors so i didn't have a lot of okay. entrepreneurship around uh, growing up uh honestly and as yeah. you said in rome the scene is uh you know it, it's maybe growing but limited let's say in in scope especially compared to silicon valley um so it was an interesting experience it didn't work in the end but in the process of doing it the company, the lifestyle brand that uh, I, 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 I run right now and I'm growing right now, it's called Eggboards. It was basically my own, related a lot to my own story. Uh, I, I, I used to skateboard in Italy and uh, I had a longboard and I, I don't know, in my mind I had it like, oh, I want to bring it with me and go around uh, San Francisco with my skateboard. Uh, but that didn't fit in my suitcases. So I ended up like bringing on the tracks and the wheels and I designed a very compact one. So that allowed me to move around. And uh, that, I don't know, for me was also, it, it always embodied a sort of a sense of freedom that I experienced in taking this direction, you know, like it was from, from mm -hmm. 30 years of living in the same city, following the stream that took me, you know, on a good career on a good path for many people that would be, you know, a very happy place. And honestly, I wasn't unhappy, but I took a, a sharp direction towards something that was much more unknown that was turned out to be super rewarding in creating something from scratch and experiencing, I don't know what it's called, I guess nowadays, location freedom, like to be where I want to be rather than when I when someone wants me to be. 
For sure, for sure. Super cool. So let's talk about egg boards so that people really understand it. And by the way, for those of you that are listening at home right now, you can go online and look at the show notes and all the links are going to be there. Uh, but so for now, explain what the difference is between your board and uh, another, any other skate or longboard. Okay. Uh, so um, the skateboard itself, the main difference is that uh, it's, it's very like... Uh, very compact it's like less than 20 inches long which allows a couple of things first of all it's very easy to carry around to strap on a strap on a backpack or jump on public transportation while carrying it you can travel with it because being less than 20 inches uh, it passes as a carry-on on airlines so it's used for traveling too on the other hand it's made to be as stable and smooth as possible it's not supposed to be a hard skateboard to go on yes it's short but like it's pretty wide and it mounts the tracks and the wheels that you find on longboards instead that are usually very smooth and and absorb the the shocks the vibrations from the from the road uh, so and as i said it was initially my skateboard it wasn't supposed to be a business from the start uh, but then people notice it because it has a pretty unique you know oval funky design i guess and uh, mm-hmm. uh over time i gave him a shot so now you know i've been selling just that product for the past couple of years uh, uh mostly on the internet so we sell direct to consumer we sell on amazon recently the 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 moma design store of new york uh, reached out and they carry our skateboard now so we are in in one retail location in the united states and it's a cool one because it's the best the moma design yeah. store um but that, that, you know, up until, let's say, last year, the business has been mostly centered around this one product. And so it looks like pretty much like a skateboard company. Uh, what, it, what, what you touched briefly uh, before is true. Like it's, it's much more like a lifestyle company, at least for me. And now I'm putting an effort to, to make it, you know, to, to, to grow it into that uh, for the, 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 the meaning that is behind it. Like, yes, a skateboard takes you places. You can go from A to B but it's going outside it's taking your day outside every day not being tied to you know a, a, a home office or an office or a specific place that is actually the reason why that skateboard came to life uh, and so the, the mission with the business is actually help more people experience and embrace this kind of like location freedom that doesn't mean that they have to travel across the world you know full digital nomad at any cost but even just like going you know take your work to a cafe for me it's always like a change of scenery gives me new ideas, gives me more inspirations, more energies. Like I, I generally put a lot of effort in my business, like going to a different place to do the same things generally makes me feel more energized. And at the end of the day, I'm happier and I generally accomplish more. So I, I don't know, from my experience, I try to help other people do this. How are we going to do it? It's going to be also with making gear uh, for, for, for that it's not just a skateboard, but like, you know, we're working on other products that help people let's say, adapt to new environments to take their, their work and their everyday uh, outside of their house. That's super cool. So right now you're at the Museum of Modern Art in New York. Uh, that yeah. is insane. That's, that's super cool. Honestly, congrats on that. And, and so from what I understand, this was more of an experiment that you did for yourself that turned out to be a business. And that's what really inspired me to, to want to have you on my show because you're the living proof of, that, of the fact that, you know, as long as you just work towards something, even if the first or the second thing doesn't work out the way you wanted it to, there's always going to be more doors opening up and more opportunities for you. But here's the thing. If you didn't move, 
and you didn't go to, you know, San Francisco and you didn't meet those people that then saw your board and they were like, oh my gosh, this is the coolest thing. You probably wouldn't even have this current business. Is that correct? That's a hundred percent correct. Uh, yeah. You totally hit the spot. It's, uh, you know, the, it, it, the, I would say that the world aligns with you when you have, you know, a good motivation for doing something. I'm generally very excited. I don't know if you can tell, but I'm very excited about the, the, the things I work yeah. on and the projects. And so, as you said, this, I tried many things. I was excited about each single one of them, but you know, they didn't work out or, you know, they, you know, different reasons, but eventually, as you said, like, I wasn't planning to uh, sell physical products on early. I moved to Silicon Valley initially, so that was not the, silic- the physical products uh, place to be. Capital, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. But, and instead, the, sure. it worked out. Uh, so, uh, and, you know, we're still growing. We're, we still have a lot to do. Uh, uh, there's a lot of road ahead. We are in the, you know, mid six figures right now. So there's a lot to yeah. grow with the business and the brand, but, you know, it's exciting and I'm very happy where we are. Yeah, for sure. So let's talk about, uh, you know, it wouldn't be a remote CEO show episode if you didn't talk about the way you're, you, you're, you know, managing your remote team. So you are remote, you don't have an office per se. Uh, how mm-hmm. many uh, team members or contractors do you work with? Uh, and have you worked with to get to the point that you are today? Um, okay, so I have um, this one, um, you know, full time uh, person that is a, a virtual assistant, but she's been with me for over two years now. So she she knows the ins and out of the business quite a bit, and she's a, a big save, a big save for a lot of things. So she's the the, the pillar, let's say. Uh, her name is Mary, mm-hmm. uh, and um, in, and then I work with a lot of like contractors and agencies for different types of things. So for all that concerns Amazon, I learn let's say a lot uh, of uh, how to sell on Amazon, but I use a lot of softwares to, to automate a lot of things like uh, advertising, um, I don't know, um, keyword research, like the, I, I can name a few if, if it's helpful for. Uh, yeah. I mean, like I, 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 like, you know, I am an Amazon seller myself, so I may have mentioned a few of them, but by all means, go ahead and drop some value right now. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm using Helium 10 for most of my keyword research. It's one of the yeah. most common used software, so I guess uh, that's not new. And I'm using uh, Perpetua uh, as an advertising platform to automate uh, advertising. I, I think I will eventually switch to uh, using an agency to run my PPC on Amazon. Uh, I have already connections with um, uh, one at least that I think is really good, but uh, I'm waiting for to take the business to a, you know a volume that um you know allows me to give like you know a full year to working with them and see if they actually can take it to the next level uh so that's gonna happen probably in the next few months the idea is always that you know maybe i learn it first or i partner immediately with someone who can do it uh better than me but then eventually i want to hand off this you know task to professionals uh, agencies contractors like uh that you know can focus on that while i focus on what's next for the business Awesome, man. So um, for the manufacturing process, um, how mm-hmm. long does it generally take you to get the product made? Do you get it made somewhere else and then get gone sh- uh, and it gets shipped to your warehouse and you have a third party uh, logistics company that c- takes care of the rest? Do you do FBA? I just want to understand this. And the reason why I'm asking you these questions is because I... 
I heard in the past this uh, this thing, this objection that I get from a lot of people saying, you know, it's only me or there's only three of us. We can't scale. But, you know, you're, again, living proof that you can hit mid six figures, possibly even seven figures with totally. a very, very slim team. If you know how to automate and manage a team and software so that everything else is taken care of. So can you give me an idea of uh, the, uh, basically the process um, from you know, uh, conception to, to actually in the hands of the consumer? Yes, absolutely. Um, so yeah, we, we manufacture, uh, at least the skateboards, that is the main product that um, drives the business as of now. Uh, we manufacture them uh, in China with uh, one supplier that I met through uh, Alibaba. Uh, if it's helpful for anybody, like uh, I met this guy, I was reading the four hours work week book from Tim Ferriss at the yeah. time. And they were, you know, encouraging people to outsource some things. And so that's when I had outsourced to someone sourcing a manufacturer for this skateboard idea, a skateboard idea that I had, and also my skateboard that I was using every day. And uh, I just asked this person to copy me in all their emails. I learned what was the process, basically what questions to ask the manufacturers. And I kept on doing it until I found the one I work still with nowadays and is a very passionate Chinese guy we still want to meet we haven't had a chance because pandemic hit last year but uh, yeah. that's how I found the ones uh, then from there it takes about 30 days let's say to to assemble different parts since the skateboard like it's really done by one factory like you need the tracks the wheels the, the all the different things come together so he takes care of the whole process and then uh, there's a shipping provider that I work with now for, for, for a full year uh, she's on top of the game. So I connect her directly with him. They sort out like when is the day that the products are ready. She puts my products either in, a, in her own container or she splits it in different containers that she's sending uh, to the United States with other products. Uh, that's pretty seamless to me. Like, uh, And uh, once they arrive, they get delivered to a third party warehouse that I work with, uh, who's uh, actually another Amazon seller that I met uh in mastermind groups that i was part of and they also have their own you know uh, fulfillment center uh in arizona um and uh, we send our products to them uh they do a really good job like they're really precise they're really like very communicative with me and mary that is helping me throughout this process communicating with all these actors um and they store our product and then they refill amazon fba um regularly let's say like where amazon opens up you know slots they can tell they tell us like oh you can refill this much this many units yeah. of this product and that's what they do and that's you know another thing that mary checks and communicates with them for doing it so i don't even have to put my hands on that uh, <laughs> anymore man paolo this is uh, this is exactly what I, what i've been preaching and teaching and living with my business as well and you know i just want everybody from home to listen to this chat with paolo and understand that he was not he was not a an expert in any of this before he moved to the united states he moved he had some experiences he met people and he just kept on learning and learning and learning and automating and learning again. And, and now he has a mid six figure business going for seven figures right now. I'm sure they're going to hit it as, as fast as, you know, it possibly can, because I think you've been featured also on, on some somewhere online or, or in TV or something like, do, do people talk about your product? Because it's such a different product. Yeah, every once in a while, either we try to partner, you know, with uh, YouTubers, like, or people that are aligned with 
the lifestyle we want to bring but sometimes just people you know out of on their own they they decide they decide the summer recently in germany they ordered a skateboard from germany they have a movie production company they made a commercial out of the game for the skateboard for, that for you that's amazing it, it was done for you it was done for you you didn't have to pay for it <laughs> no, exactly, exactly. That's it. so yeah a lot of uh, fun things and exciting things happen uh, approaching it this way All right, cool, man. Listen, uh, we're approaching the end of the interview, but before I ask you the last question, I wanted to know what's exciting, what's coming up, get us excited about uh, the business. What can yeah. we expect from uh, Eggboards? Yeah, thanks for the question. Uh, yeah, so what's really exciting for me now is this, let's say, transition where Eggboards becomes from a one product company that is only making a skateboard. Now it's been you know a few months since the beginning of this year that Eggboards is a, is, a, is a brand that supports the lifestyle people that want to get out of their house, let's say. So location freedom, but also just the what I call the everyday nomad. So you want to go to a cafe, to a park, to the beach. We want to support that lifestyle. How are we going to do it in all possible ways, actually? Like I'm, uh, you know, sharing any piece of knowledge and any from my direct experience and other people more expert, expert than me on how to do this, you know, effectively uh, in a productive way, but also... We are the developing gear that helps people, you know, adapt to, to the environment that uh, helps them be productive and inspired. So I don't know, a lot of people mm. complain about sun glare on the laptop screen and we're, you know, prototyping things, see what, what, what's an easy thing that we can, you know, start, mm. um, you know, uh, giving to our customers to help them do that. Uh, you know, m- most of all, we want to help people through this transition, they don't need to buy our products to do it. Like we're super happy if anyone does it on their own, but like we, we try to be on top of this way because I also think that this is happening anyway, somehow like through the pandemic, like made a lot of people go remote. Some people were not planning for it. And it was a transition that I went through, you know, uh, in my own, uh, you know, story. And it's very rewarding. I'm very happy how things work right now. I'm able to visit my parents in Italy and work uh, these days. Uh, you know, the, these are things that I could have not uh, done before. So I just want to help. So if people want to, you know, follow this journey and whoever is interested, I love to connect and, and to reach out so they can land on uh, eggboards.com slash anywhere. And that's where the journey starts for the, the, the brand to, to support this kind of lifestyle. Awesome. So actually that was my next question. I was going to say that I am sure because I'm super captivated by your story and your product. And I know that a lot of the listeners at home feel the exact same about this. So where can people find you online, Paolo? Yeah. So um, eggboards.com is our website um, where, you know, I'm communicative. Uh, I, I give updates on what the business is doing. I'm pretty transparent, the ups and downs. Uh, mostly via email, like not too much, like once a week or something like that. So if people want to stay in touch, they, I, they actually help me a lot. Like people reply to, you know, my my existential doubts and things like that. Uh, <laughs> Eggboards.com slash anywhere is where you can, you know, leave your email. And uh, uh, I love to to be in touch with anyone who's interested in uh, following awesome, our story man. and our journey. Cool, man. It was great having you on the show. I'm looking forward to having you back in the future once you're hitting multiple seven figures, my man. In the Sounds meantime, great. enjoy the heat in Rome. I know I am, but uh, <laughs> we will uh, keep in touch, man. Take it, take okay, it easy. Keep in touch. Thanks again. Bye, Daniel. 
And this is it for today, CEOs. Thanks for staying with us until the end. Can I ask you a big favor? Can you please leave a review? I know the podcast app is not super straightforward. So if you don't know how to leave a review, just DM me on Instagram at denierob. D-E-N-I-E-R-O-B. And I will send you the direct link to the review section. And to show you my appreciation, I will answer any business question you ask me during that conversation. So thank you again. And I will talk to you again soon.